welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. Join your host, Rhonda Arl and Laura Forehand. We want to help you as teachers reach your full potential by keeping you up to date with all the latest and best Whole Brain Teaching strategies. Whole Brain Teaching is a grassroots educational reform movement founded by Coach Chris Biffle, Jay Vanderfin, and Chris Rexstad. Whole Brain Teaching's goal is to create peaceful classrooms through orderly fun. To support the podcast, please like and share with other teachers. Thank you for listening and enjoy the podcast. And now, here are Laura and Rhonda. Welcome to Whole Brain Teaching, the podcast. I'm Rhonda Arlt, and I'm here with my co-host. Hi, Rhonda. It's Laura Forehand. <laughs> How are you doing? Doing great. Glad to be here today. Good. Me too. Well, I'm just going to throw this out because, you know, if you follow me on Facebook, you're going to, you heard me rant about it yesterday, but we are in Missouri and it's eight, it was April 22nd, Earth Day yesterday, and it snowed and ridiculous. That's it the is. one word. <laughs> I it think was cold in Kansas, but we did not have snow. So. <laughs> well, hopefully that was the end of it. That's not what we're here to talk about today. So, but I just had to get that off my chest. Thanks for letting yes. me do that. So, <laughs> so on today's podcast, we are delighted to have silver certified whole brain teaching instructor, Jeanette Dolan joining us. Welcome to the podcast, Jeanette. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. First, we want you to introduce yourself. So if you could just tell us where you teach, how long you've been teaching, maybe what grade you've been teaching or that you're currently teaching and how long you've been teaching using whole brain teaching. Okay. So um, I'm currently teaching in Southern Idaho. Mm -hmm. I have been teaching um, for 15 years and nine years I've used some part of whole brain teaching um, in some capacity for the about nine years. Um, but I most definitely been like a slow and steady person instead of like a jump all in. Um, so it's taken me a little time to warm up and get here. Um, and I currently teach fourth grade. Nice. And we say a lot on the podcast, um, especially Rhonda, I know she says this a lot, like take it slow. And so that's, that's, a perfect first message I think that you could give the listeners is that it's okay. Take it piece by piece and just add in once you feel like you're ready. And there's nothing wrong with that either. I mean, I know there's some people that jump all in and do everything and there's nothing wrong with taking it piece by piece and getting that mastered down. Well, we'd love to hear your whole brain teaching story. So how did you find whole brain teaching? So I found whole brain teaching back in 2014. Um, I actually found the super improver wall before I found anything else. I found it on Pinterest and I didn't even know it was whole brain teaching. I just found a whole bunch of posts about this cool super improver wall. And I was like, Oh, I need to do that. And then that year I really had some beloved rascals that I was um, struggling with. And late one night I was doing some research and I stumbled across the website. I started using some of the strategies. Um, I adopted the rules. Um, I continued the super improver wall, was super excited that it was connected, started um, the scoreboard, and then also tried to implement more uh, gestures into my teaching. 
And like I said before, I was a slow and steady member. Like I started out in 2014 doing those things. I kind of rolled that in, kept those going, um, added a little bit. And then in 2018, I joined um, a team on Facebook, um, part of Team Rocket. And um, I also read the Fast Track book that year and became more involved in the community. And I got my bronze certification in 2018 kind of kept plugging away, um, COVID, all that, started doing some of it with the virtual things, um, and then um, moved from, I was originally in Washington State, moved to Idaho, um, and from there, I um, was posting a lot for my team, and last year, I made a video for my team that got me a golden ticket to the research and development team, and um, then I was um, people were encouraging me to continue the certification pro, um, program. And so I got my silver certification last year. And then um, I had intended to go gold this year. Um, but again, I'm just doing it my slow and steady fashion. And this year just didn't really work out. My school went, um, we departmentalized and I took on the science and social studies and we didn't really have a curriculum. So I've been writing the curriculum. So um, finding time to do those videos, I've done some for Facebook, but not really started the gold certification yet, but I'll get there when I get there. Yeah. I'm impressed that you started with super improvers. I think that was one of the last things that I implemented when I started. So kudos to you for starting with that. Yeah, it's huge. Super improvers. So um just like it's so changing of your culture in your classroom and it, it makes such a big difference. Goggles. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> so can you tell us what teaching was like before whole brain teaching? So we kind of touched on that a little bit before we press the record button. And you said that at one point you were teaching sixth grade mm-hmm. and so you weren't using whole brain teaching. So what was that like? You know, um, when I first started teaching, I, I started in sixth grade. I started middle school. Um, I taught for middle school for five years. I liked it. Um, wanted to try out elementary school and there was an opportunity to move to elementary school. So I did. Um, but I was a new mom. Also, I had a, a baby in 2013 and, you know, I just wasn't really loving teaching. I don't know if I ever actually found a love for teaching before whole brain teaching. Um, and, you know, I just was like, I want to be home with my baby. And I didn't really want to be in the classroom. I was um, tired because I had a couple of love rascals and um, my family dynamics. I had to be working and teaching and, um, and I just was frustrated. And, um, and then, you know, I found whole brain teaching and that kind of has completely changed. I now love it so much. Mm-hmm. I think, I think we can, all really. I think Ron and I for sure can relate to that story as well as many, many listeners just, you know, not kind of falling out of love, like of of teaching because you, you know, you just don't know what to do with those beloved rascals and then how whole brain teaching just changed, changes the entire dynamic. Like you said, the culture, the climate of your classroom. So we can absolutely relate to that part of your story for sure, Janine. Jodette, thank you for sharing. Sure. I mean, I, I definitely can. I mean, when you said Pinterest, that's where I found it. You know, when you said you're about ready to, I mean, I was about ready to quit, but my family dynamic, I'm, I needed my paycheck too. So now there's 
I'm sure our listeners know there's so many components to um, whole brain teaching strategies and all that. And there may be teachers hesitant to try because of that. Um, Can you share any hesitations you had before you jumped in with it? Um, I think at first I was very overwhelmed by all the strategies and and resources. Um, And, you know, you see these teachers that are doing it and it's like, they're doing all these things and you're like, whoa, how are they doing all those things? And, um, and so just like feeling like you need to jump all in. Um, I think I was a little overwhelmed by that. And then I was worried about like the gestures and coming up with them. Um, but I knew that my students were kinesthetic learners. I was a kinesthetic learner as a kid. And so I knew it was so good for them. And then also I'm just a perfectionist and I was worried I would do it wrong. And then something happened that I think made me take on more of it was when I heard the saying, there's no whole brain teaching police. (laughs) And so that freed me up to be, to do more things, to try more things on, because if I didn't do it exactly how it was supposed to be done, it was okay because nobody was evaluating me and being like, no, you're not doing exactly how you're supposed to do it. So I think the biggest thing is like, it's okay. If they're way up here, it's all about improvement. You start one thing, you do a little bit, and then you just build on that and it's okay. And it's okay if you do it your way, because what works for you works for you. That's a great point. For sure. Um, So when you decided to implement whole brain teaching, so we're going to jump ahead to when you decided to implement it, what was the easiest part in your opinion to implement in your classroom? So you mentioned super improver. Was that the easiest part? I don't think super improver was the easiest part. I think the easiest part was the scoreboard for me. Um, Sometimes I struggle to remember to use it. And I'm, that's actually my goal this next week is to use it more often, but actually like putting it up there and being like turtle. Well, it wasn't turtle at the time. It was sad face, happy face. Right. right? And you're trying to keep your teacher happy. And, um, and just doing that just seemed to flow really easy into my style of teaching. Mm. Right. Thanks. Okay. Well, let me flip that question around a little bit. What would you say was the most difficult to implement. So I've already kind of hit on this, but um, picking what parts to start with and not taking on too much. Um, Again, you see all these teachers doing these amazing things and you're like, I want to do that. And um, then taking a step back and realizing that it's okay to build over time and to start out slowly. And and now I do a lot of things, but at the beginning it was just a few. And, um, and so I think that not trying to take it all on and being okay with doing that. Okay. I also think it's, it's really hard. Like the Facebook pages and the, the whole brain teaching community is, is amazing. Right. Um, but I think, and I'll just speak for my personality personality. It is so hard sometimes for me not to compare myself So I think coming to that place that you're talking about where you kind of had to put some blinders on, right? And yeah. So can you talk about that? Like, how do you get past that needing like, well, this is what everybody else is doing. I've got to do that. And, and staying out of that, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a tricky spot. I think it comes back to the, there's no whole brain teaching police thing that was that, um, 
that came to kind of really help me to be like, oh, it's okay. I'm here. That's okay. I'm going to take it. Every time I try a new strategy, it gets better and better. And I'm so happy that I tried on that new strategy. But if I'm not ready for that strategy, then I, it's okay. There's no whole brain teaching police. They're not going to come in and take me away for not doing, I haven't started the hopscotch yet. I'm a little like, Oh, this new world hopscotch looks cool, but I'm not sure I'm ready right this second to do that. And so, um, and I did that with color writing too. I was like, Oh, this looks so cool. I'm not ready. And then now I do color writing all the time. And so it's just like, okay, take a breath. There's no whole brain teaching police. It's going to be okay. I'm going to do what's ready for me mm-hmm. and my students and what we need. And then, and going from there. I would agree. Yeah. Go ahead. Rhonda. Go ahead. You know, what I think it's a great perspective and I kind of wish I could have been there at some points in my whole brain teaching career. Cause I would, I would get stressed out that I'm not there, you know, what do I need to do? But you've got to be comfortable in your room. And to me, I kind of thought about it too, that I had to be comfortable with my students, you know, up there in front of them, I had to be comfortable with that strategy that I was implementing. So I had to feel good about it to sell it to them too, and get them on board. So I want to also say like, I have teachers come in my room now that they're like, wow, you do all this stuff. It's so like much. And I'm like, but it's not because I grew it over time, but I think that they sometimes get intimidated by all the things that I'm doing um, and implemented. And it's like, okay, like if you think I'm amazing, like that's great. You can be this amazing too. Like I'm not special. Mm-hmm. I just found these strategies and I slowly built them over time. So everybody can do it. Everybody can get there. But I think sometimes they see all of this stuff going on and they're like, how do you do all that? And you're like, but I did it at first. Like, it's okay. Slow and steady. And um, so I do think sometimes the amount of stuff can get really that a teacher that's been now doing it for nine years Mm -hmm. is doing can be like overwhelming to other teachers too. And, and I just, um, you know, to them, I'm like, it's okay. Like, I wasn't here the very first year I did this. Like it's okay. Yeah, for sure. And and I'm going to echo what you said because I, I have not used the hopscotch strategy. I haven't really even, I mean, I've seen it on the Facebook pages, but I haven't really even like taken a deep dive into it. Um, so it's something that maybe I'll look at this summer and, and implement next year, but I, and the same with color writing, like, this was my very first year to really go all in and, you know, not just try to like pull bits and pieces out. So, but I had to, I'm, I'm just like you, I had to get to the the place where I was, I felt comfortable enough teaching it. And like Rhonda said, you have to be feel, you know, you want your kids to buy in and they're going to buy in if you feel comfortable in what you're presenting to them. So I love, I love your attitude. I love your words of wisdom for people. Just, just take it at a pace that's comfortable for you. So we always like to ask our guests this next question. What is your favorite whole brain teaching strategy so far? Because we know that there's a lot out there. So what's, you know, if you have to pick, yeah, if you have to pick a favorite, you know, what would your favorite be? I would go to the super improver wall. Um, flipping the mindset from one of growth and in, to one of growth and improvement really impacts our students in a positive way. Focusing on that improvement 
um, and seeing students who traditionally struggle flourish. Um, to be perfectly honest, in school, I was a struggling learner. Um, I went into sixth grade with a second grade reading level. And, um, you know, school was really, really hard for me. And, you know, my neighbor next door was the same age as me as a kid. And we were one year in the same class and she would get like ice cream parties and, um, you know, the special teacher lunch times and blah, 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 right? Like all these rewards because academics came easy to her and she was like the top of the class. And I was sitting there like struggling with two hours of homework every night and, you know, of stuff that I couldn't read, I couldn't do. And um, so I just love that the whole brain teaching super improver wall rewards for improvement. And so my struggling learners, they can make improvements, they can grow, they can be the top of the super improver wall. And my high students, I can take them and push them even further and not just be like, oh, you're the best. I can be like, okay, you might be way up here, but let's go further. Where can you go further? And so um, I just like that it gives everybody an even playing field to make improvements and it completely flips your goggles, as you said earlier, and completely flips what you're looking for in your classroom. Exactly. Okay. Well, we've all been newbies when it comes to whole brain teaching. Any tips or advice that you would give um, our listeners that are maybe just starting out? I think you've hit on some of them, but what would be your best advice? I'm going to go back to just start off with what you can do and you can grow from there. Um, Have a super improver wall, like mindset for yourself, right? Um, Where can I go from here? I'm not happy with where I am. So what improvements can I make? Um, Don't feel intimidated by needing to do it all. Start small and grow from there. Perfect. Really good advice. And, and, have the Facebook pages helped you like being involved with those? Would you recommend those as well? Absolutely. Um, being able to have a community, the community is so positive and so uplifting. Like I'm the only whole brain teaching teacher at my school or in my district, as far as I know. Um, and that's actually been pretty consistent, even though I've moved and everything, I've never had other whole brain teaching teachers with me. And, um, so having that community to reach out to, to ask questions, to say, Hey, this isn't working for me. What, what are your, what's your advice? Or, um, you know, just the positivity that's on there. That also is, is huge. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that can be very refreshing in this day and age when sometimes we get on social media and it's not always very positive. So I, I completely agree with you. Well, it has been great. Um, getting to talk to you and and meeting you because Rhonda and I have never met you. So it was great to get to meet you and learn a little bit more about your whole brain teaching story. I know that there are going to be many listeners who can relate to many aspects of your story because even though Rhonda and I have been uh, doing this for many years now, we still resonate with a lot of your story. So thank you so much for sharing that. And thank you so much for helping so many teachers today by sharing your journey with us. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. So thank you so much, Jeanette. Remember to check out the website at wholebrainteaching.com for more information about wholebrain teaching. And you can also check out our free resources on the wholebrain teaching official store that's on Teachers Pay Teachers. Remember, don't look for anything. 
Yes, true. It's all free. And we also want to thank you, our listeners, for joining us today. Um, Don't forget to to subscribe, to like, to share this podcast with your teacher friends and your administrators. Uh, We couldn't do what we do without you. And we are so grateful for each and every one of you. So until next time, bye. Thanks.